Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, Mark Cox, Mr. Cox. I hope all is doing well. Haven't been on podcast for a minute, so I thought I would start jumping in on this and I'll be recording a few at a time so I can put them out a little bit more regular. Uh, Today is actually April 1st. It is an April Fool's Day, but nothing about April Fool's on 2020 is funny as we all continue to fight this uh, invisible enemy called the uh, COVID-19. So I just thought I'd come here and, uh, you know, my podcasts are about transformation and about motivation and and what happens in my life, per se, and how I go about my mindset each day. Some days harder, just like you. I'm no different than any of you guys are. I have my hard days and I have my easier days. Uh, I am a fighter in my mind. I have a mindset of a fighter. If I got to get up and fight, uh, I'll get up and fight. And continue moving on. So I thought today, you know, I try and keep these um, to around 30 minutes. Uh, I'll have some that'll be going longer soon. I'll be having some guests on with me when we, um, when I talk with guests, I'm playing with the idea of filming. And so we have it um, not live per se, but I have it where you can watch a video along with the audio part of it. So it'll always be kind of an audio show to start with, but I'm thinking about doing some recording with it now also so that, um, you know, we have uh, two different platforms that we can use. So with that being said, let's talk about what I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about today about living in your plan A, you know, no plan B and what that means and some of the stories I'll tell you about myself. So living in your plan A is when you don't have a plan B, it doesn't mean you don't prepare yourself for things. You know, uh, hey, this is going to be my plan B. Hey, plan A doesn't work out. This is going to be my plan B. See, when we talk in those terms, we've already set ourselves up for failure, right? Well, if plan A doesn't work, you know, my plan B. So do you see the mindset on what happens with that? So what I'm what I'm thinking about uh, when it talks about this is not quitting. Okay. No plan B is a not quitting attitude. It's not, I'm not going to prepare. I don't want to have, uh, I don't prepare for uh, future finances or anything of that sort. What I'm talking about is living your plan A, your goals where you don't have a choice not to quit, you know, and living with purpose is more living my plan A, okay, with no plan B. So let's talk about that. So let me talk about a couple things that in my life where, well, I guess the best one is when I went through um, phase A for Krav Maga. So let me just, let me just talk about the experience. Uh, been doing martial arts for a long time, you know, now we're talking about 20 years ago when I went through, uh, phase A training and, you know, I started that in my forties, this, this, this new thing, uh, that I'm going to do called Krav Maga. I went to a gun seminar. 
I was very impressed with the simplicity, the simplistics of taking a gun away. I was very impressed with people with no experience, along with people like me with experience. We walked away from this training being able to take a gun away when somebody pointed it uh, in our face. I was just very intrigued by that and decided I want to know more about this. Now, just so you know, I had been doing martial arts. My first black belt was in 1987 with Mr. Dennis Ichikawa. This is where I hold my most highest rank is in the American Tong Sado. And um, I had been doing martial arts. I had already owned a school for a long time. I started Krav Maga in 99. I opened my school in 1990. So nine years into it, I have moved and I have decided that I want to try and pursue this Krav Maga art. So phase A, we're going to get back to living in your plan A. So my plan A was I'm going to go through this stuff and we're going to launch a Krav Maga program in my school. And so I had no idea what I was getting in for. It was seven days of straight training of eight hours a day. You know, you'd get up and you have to drive to L.A. to the thing. And it was seven hours. I really didn't know what I was in for. And day one starts and there's about 40 people in class. And the intensity level of everything was off the chart. And the physicality of it and everything. I had none of my training up to this point was anything like that. So I remember at lunchtime, right? I was, I was physically exhausted, mentally exhausted because we are in such a heightened state of intense training. And there's 40 people in class and your egos are engaged and everything is engaged and your body is just off the chain, right? And then you have this lunch hour because we had to have lunch for like an hour and a half because there was other classes going on. And so after an hour and a half, when you're super tired and the second half of the day, you only done first half of the day and you got to get up after that lunch and go back in and start this whole massive training again. It was, it, it was daunting to say the least. So the Krav Maga place was in, uh, in, in Los Angeles, just so you know. And then we would drive this 405 freeway. So if you're not from California, if you're from California, you know what I'm talking about. The 405 freeway is just a nightmare. Okay. Matter of fact, I call it the four or five hour freeway, the 405. Just to get from point A to point B is how you get to LAX from the San Fernando Valley. So you guys that are listening in other states. So we would drive to LA. I did this all by myself. The phase A I did by myself. I didn't have any partners. I didn't bring anybody with me to be my partner. It was just me. And I remember the ending of the day. When we get back to this plan A, I'm at the end of the day. I'm driving back home. I was looking forward to traffic just so I could sit and review and not think about what I just did. And then I had to talk to myself about 
hey man, I have to, I have to decide, is this what I'm really going to be doing? And so in my, in my thoughts at this point, see, I had no plan B because I had just told everybody I'm going to go through this Krav Maga thing and I'm going to get through it. And I'm going to do this week training. I spent a lot of money on it and, uh, and I'm getting ready to to go through this training. I thought, hey, man, we're just going to be another chapter. And I'll find myself Monday driving home going, what have I just started? And do I want to go back? But I had no choice. You see, I had no choice whether I could go back or not. I have already put myself out there that I'm going to do this. What do I look like to my students if I don't follow through? that I just pack up my bags because I had a rough day. Um, and if this was how it's going to be all week long, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Right. So that's what I'm talking about living with purpose and not having a plan B. So basically, all right. So I had to change my thought process and say, Listen, I don't have a choice but to get up early in the morning, drive to L.A., and start this Krav Maga thing tomorrow. Uh, I just have to do it. There's no option. Is it going to suck? Yeah, it's going to suck. And just for FYI, it sucked every single day. Okay? Uh, I met some new friends. And, of course, there's always some good and, and thing. But it was just such a different realm for me. Uh, I was like, wow, what did I get into? What did I get into? And so by the time it comes testing time, you have a yellow belt test at the end, even though you were a higher rank in it because you've tested through, but you have to go through this instructor course. So you do a yellow belt test and then you have to teach all the yellow belt material and they give you a teaching template. They tell you what you have to do. And then of course, I'm more comfortable in that realm uh, because I've been teaching for so long, but of course, I, I got handed one of the harder things to teach, which is, which is uh, inside defense as far as Krav goes when you're kind of a beginner. And I, I, I go through my testing cycle and I'm like, this is the hardest test. It was four hours of just testing, then another two hours of just teaching. It was by far one of the hardest things I've ever done in martial arts any of my black belt tests or anything like that. Um, I had gotten into a, a really good sparring matches where I, I have some very worthy opponents where we really fought for a while. Those were really hard. But to go through a whole week of this, there is no plan B. So this is the, the story I tell you guys on, on where living your plan A, okay, without a plan B. All right. Instead of, okay, I'm going to go through Krav Maga training. And my plan B is if I, if, if halfway through, I don't really want to do it. Well, my plan B is going to be, and you can insert what? I, I don't know. I didn't have one. There was no plan B. There was only plan A. Okay. And so this is what I'm talking about living with a purpose. All right. I had a purpose. I had a drive. I had to do what I had to do. Uh, I was I was inexperienced in the Krav Maga world. I thought I knew a lot more than I did, and I just did not. And 
going through this training taught me a lot about who you are as a person. So with that being said, living your plan A is one thing that you know. I've said this before, character is built when nobody else is watching, okay? Living your purpose or living your plan A, it happens in the quiet moments. It happens when you and your thoughts by yourself and you know, you know if you quit, you know if you gave it everything you had in that particular moment, you know if you wanted it, your end goal is what you had in mind. You see, that's the purpose living. Am I living with purpose or am I just getting by? You know, this is what it means to have no plan B. So I take this lesson and I try and, and, and put it through other areas of my life, right? So let's talk about this. So as you know, as a single dad, I went through a divorce and that seemed to be about as long ago as this Krav Maga training. And, um, I, there was no plan B for that, uh, I took the kids in and they live with me probably 95% of the time. And I had no plan B. My purpose now was to be a single dad and to raise children. And so I had no, no plan B as far as that goes. Um, living with being a dad was, you know, as a married man, being a dad, you have a wife and I'm kind of running the business and I'm, you know, doing what I did, take the kids to school or whatever. But when plan A becomes, you are now a single dad, you have three children, they're all on your shoulders. You have to do everything. You have to run your business. You have to take the kids to school. You have to take them to doctor's appointments. You have to pick them up from school. You have to make sure that they're, uh, you know, groceries are bought. You have to run your business and then you have to run your business in these certain hours and then you need to go pick up your children from school. And if there's a school function in between, you got to go do that. There was no plan B, guys. I had no plan B. So living uh, in, in your plan A world, whatever that looks like for you, I would just say this. Don't are, are we not living right now in in Okay. I have a business. I have a membership based business, right? Um I either fold up or I decide to go further out and give my students even more than what they had when the doors were open. I even have more content online. I have different platforms on not online. I never had this. Okay. My plan a is to have my martial arts school. Oh, if a pandemic breaks out, this is plan B. Now there was, it didn't, it didn't work that way, guys. I'm living in plan a, have this goal of the school building this, have an awesome staff of instructors. And then all of a sudden a pandemic hits. Guess what? Now we have a new plan a, it's not a plan B. It's a new plan A, and it needs to be in, shot right, in, right into it 
to keep our students on par, to keep our parents on par, to help their children get exercise, to have our influence in their life, to have their influence in our life. It was already intertwined. And, you know, either we're going to curl up and quit or we're going to be thankful that we have this Zoom and different ways that we can reach out to students and still have classes. They still, we still see each other. We're still intertwined and we still get to give our knowledge to these students. I mean, right? So the new plan A was, okay, guys, we need to start getting ready. We need to start popping this stuff online. We need to start having a schedule. Of, is it going to take a couple weeks? Of course, it's going to take a couple weeks because it's all brand new. We're trying to learn the new Zoom. Uh, I never had a meeting with my instructors and say, okay, our plan A is this. We're only going to have these online things. Uh, you, you teach this or you teach that just wasn't it. I gathered them up and say, hey, guys, we got to go a different direction now. So our plan A is we are going to have more content than the kids even had when they were here or the adults and the Kravaga students, and we are going to pool our resources together, and we are going to attack this thing, and this is plan A. Plan A is Zoom account. Plan B, B is there is no plan B. Plan A is Zoom accounts, and then we are going to do live, and we are going to uh, shoot classes. We're going to have an online platform. So by the time this in two to three weeks down the road, all these hours of work that we have, we're going to have multiple platforms for our students. This is plan A. Our students are going to get to continue to train. And this is just how it's going to be. This is how you live your plan A guys. Now that's just me. This is my story, right? Maybe your story is a little bit different. Hey man, I have to set up an in-home office. It is what it is. We're going to keep our, our children safe. I still need to work. I'm going to set this up. And, uh, you know, our plan A is we're going to fight this thing as a family. And we're going to just uh, take it for what it's worth. And then we're going to build and become better people out of it. That's our plan A. Right? Is there anything now as you guys look in, in, in living with purpose, right? You've noticed, I hope you notice as well as I do, right? Our real heroes now isn't our actors and our professional athletes. Our actors and professional athletes, they live a very cushioned life, doing very well with money. Uh, they uh, sit at home and will be with their families and wait this out. And having finance not be an issue where we have the opposite ones that are stepping into a war zone, which is doctors, nurses, RTs, okay, truck drivers, the janitors in the hospital. These are our frontline warriors now as we fight a pandemic and who we look up to. Do you think our first responders and those in the hospital have a plan B? No, man. Their plan A is I'm going to go to work. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to protect myself to the best of my ability in what the hospital has for me. And after that, you know, 
We're going to have God's covering over us, and we are going to help these patients, and we're going to do what we need to do. That's that's our people living their plan A, having a purpose. Their plan is A is I I just don't have a choice. I, I have to do it. There's no option. There's just no option. I I have uh, doctors, uh, parents that are doctors, and being one of the doctors, he can't see his children or his wife. He's downstairs isolated in their downstairs room because he needs to go to the hospital every day and deal with patients. He has to cut himself off from his family. Is there a plan B? There's no plan B. I just don't have a choice. I got to do it. I just have to do it. There's no option. See, no plan B attitude, guys, is a I don't quit attitude. It's just like at the student now, right? If our students are taking class, I can't tell you how many of them I have them that are living their plan A. They have purpose. We have black belt testing. We are still moving forward. They're still moving forward. Uh, Okay. Online classes, are they the best thing going? Uh, No, but gosh, how blessed are we that we can even do it? Okay. Has it... Ha, there we don't have an option. We can't we can't meet uh, as a group as much as we'd like to, uh, but we can meet with our instructors and we can meet in a class. We can meet in a live uh, a live uh, classroom. We can go online and take a class. We have all these options. So I know Plan B is not quitting. Is to continue your training. That is that black belt mentality that I talk about. That is living with purpose. What does it look like? Parents, what is this going to look like down the road when you had all this time with your children and you had to re-look at your scheduling, how I schedule things? Um, when they have to go and do school, okay, their scheduled school is here, here, and here. And then their karate lessons are here. I have uh, friends that have ballet lessons over here by Zoom. And I'm still trying to work out. I'm doing the best I can. We have this option right now. This is our living in plan A. Why? Because there is no plan B. There is no quit. There is just move forward, living with purpose. What are your children going to say when they look back on you as parents and you? Does it make it easy? No, right? We get to drop them off at school. Now they're with us. Now we are doing school with them. We are doing martial arts with them. We are working out with them. We are living our plan A because we don't have a choice. That is the purpose of of what I'm talking about. Okay? Living in your plan A. No plan B mentality. Don't give yourself options to be... uh, Having no plan B is you living in your plan A because you don't have an option to fail. I hope this gets um, you thinking a little bit. I give you some highlights of myself where where living this plan A, I guess my Krav Maga world was the best one and being a single dad, I had to live in plan A. I didn't have plan Bs for either one of them. 
right? The only plan B I could have in Krav Maga was to quit. And it's just not in my DNA to do that. I just don't do that. And here we are 20 years later with an organization. Um, Chatsworth has bred uh, Boda Rocher, who's had schools. It has now bred uh, Chris Crouch, Jay Walker, Robbie Edelman, Brandon Kemmer, Jason Flame. That living my plan A and helping others live their plan A, they got to to ingest their plan A to just a ton and ton of students. I hope you guys live your purpose. Times are trying. I get it. Figure out what the plan A is. Don't quit on things. Keep your normal schedule. Do what you have to do. Live with purpose. And I'm going to see you on the other side of this. And we're going to have even more stories, more stories how we lived our plan A and we beat this also. The American people have nothing but resolve. It's just not American people. It's just people in general. When you look at how creative people are, how they how they are, they want, you know, we are bred to be together. And even in Italy, how you see them all coming out and they're all playing instruments being able to have community without without being able to be next to each other. Americans coming together, watching us all come together, praying for our doctors, our frontline nurses, RTs, the ones that work with these patients as we continue on and fight this. We are going to have some awesome stories after this. Is it going to be hard? Yes. Get your plan A out. Doesn't mean we don't prepare for future. Doesn't mean we don't have stockpiles of stuff that we need. That is not a plan B. That is being prepared. That's not a plan B. Being prepared is not plan B. Live your plan A. I'm going to see you on the other side of this. Thanks for stepping by with me. I enjoyed my time with you. I'll get some more uh, episodes out for you. Looking forward to talking to you soon. Have an awesome day.